We're reading now uh, from Isaiah chapter 40 uh, and starting from verse 21. That's Isaiah chapter 40, verse 21, till the end of the chapter. Do you not know? Do you not hear? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in, who brings princes to nothing and makes the rulers of the earth as emptiness. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth, when he blows on them and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me, that I should be like him, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their host by number, calling them all by name, by the greatness of his might, and because he is strong in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, And my right is disregarded by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thanks, Lydia. They shall wait. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I mean, Lydia did a great job of reading that. I'm not reading it again because it wasn't clear. I'm reading it again because that's the picture I want you to keep in mind this morning. That that final verse as we go into the new year. And I wonder how you're feeling at the end of 2023 as we go into 2024. Are you eager, expectant, full of energy? Are you raring to go with all sorts of new things in 2024? Or maybe you're weary. Not quite sure how you're going to get through the next day, let alone the next year. Has 2023 left you feeling excited and optimistic for what 2024 will bring? Or maybe this last week, let alone this last year, has left you feeling drained or feeling uncertain about what's to come? Well, whatever you're feeling about the new year, I hope that these verses in Isaiah can be an encouragement but also a great comfort as we look to 2024 together. Because in these verses, we're reminded that God, who made everything, offers to come alongside us in whatever situation we find ourselves. These verses remind us that God, who is more powerful than we could ever imagine, cares about us, even when we're at our lowest or our weakest. So I hope we can be reassured this morning that though we don't know what 2024, 2022, no, sorry, wrong year, reset, though we don't know what 2024 will hold, 
We do know that God will hold us. Though we don't know what 2024 will hold, we do know that God will hold us. So earlier in the service we thought, didn't we, about New Year's Eve parties and how at this time of year we often think about our hopes for the future. But when we think about January the 1st, we often think about resolutions, don't we? And those playing uh, end-of-year sermon bingo can tick that one off now. Um, Resolutions, things we're planning to do or change over the next year. Maybe you've made some resolutions. Uh, I'm not going to ask what they are now uh, or check up in a few months' time. But if you're like people across the UK who completed a recent survey about their 2024 resolutions, then chances are your resolutions are going to involve things like exercising more, eating more healthily, uh, maybe trying to be organized with money, that kind of thing. And they all sound like good things, basically, don't they? And resolutions can be helpful. But very often when we think of resolutions, we can end up going along the route of thinking, I've really got to sort myself out this year. And so we create a list of extra tough things for us to do, extra tough rules for ourselves that may or may not be helpful and will likely feel pretty painful, pretty tough by the middle of January. And if that's how we're thinking about the year ahead, it's easy to see how we can become even more weary if day after day we're going it alone trying to stick out or stick to our carefully laid plans. More than that, however hard we try to keep to our resolutions, however disciplined we are, however much we plan, however much we've just paid for that new gym membership, however fancy your new Bible study notes, however hard we try with all these things, we still don't know what 2024 will bring. Resolutions alone aren't enough to guarantee us a better year in 2024. Now, there are plenty of other reasons why we might feel weary or uncertain about the future as we go into 2024. Take the people our Bible passage this morning was written for. They were exiles, people forced to live away from their homes and country. So you can imagine the weariness and uncertainty about the future they must have felt. There are plenty of reasons why they might have found it hard to make plans for the future. But this passage doesn't give them a list of things to do better. Instead, it points them to God. It encourages them that though they don't know what the future will hold, God will hold them. Let's have a brief look at these verses in Isaiah 40, if you've still got your Bible open. So we talked, didn't we, about the promise we have as Christians of a glorious future with God forever. That's something we can think about as we celebrate New Year's Eve tonight. But this passage takes us right back to the beginning, back to creation. It's God who made everything, it says. God stretched out the heavens, verse 22, and when we lift up our eyes and see the stars, the host, as it says in verse 26, that points us to God's power because he didn't just create them, he also keeps everything going. And that means God, our creator, also has power over everything on earth. God can bring princes to nothing, as it says in verse 23. And that means even the most powerful ruler on earth is nothing compared to God. But even if we know all these things about God, there are times when things seem pretty out of control. Of course there are. And that might be in our own lives, it might be in the world around us. And maybe we find ourselves wondering at those times what on earth God is doing, whether he's even there maybe. 
And that seems to be the case for the people Isaiah is writing for. Look at verse 27. Isaiah, well, no, Israel, sorry, are basically saying, have you forgotten about us, God? Don't you care? What are you doing? And it's in reply to that question that we find in the final section of today's passage, verses 27 to 31, this amazing source of comfort. When Israel feel abandoned, look at how Isaiah encourages them. He reminds them that the God who made everything, whose power is far beyond their imagination, whose plans are beyond their understanding, this same God comes alongside them to strengthen them just when it seems they can't go on. He gives power to the faint, it says in verse 29. And to him who has not might, to the weak, he increases strength. And that's what we've seen in the Christmas story, isn't it, too, over the last few weeks. Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. In Jesus, we see just how God, the creator of all things, seeks to be with us and for us to be with him. And through Jesus, we see even more than Isaiah saw of God's great promise of comfort and joy. Because in Jesus dying and being raised to life, we've seen God's power to bring us close to him, even through death itself. As I come to close now, and we go into 2024, I want to finish by looking a little bit more closely at that last verse, at verse 31. Who is it in this verse that knows God is with them? Who is it that knows God will strengthen them? And not just give them a bit of a boost, but help them feel like they're flying on eagles' wings. Who is it? It's those who wait on the Lord. It's those who, when things seem out of control, remember who God is and continue to have faith that he cares for them and will rescue them. Those who wait on the Lord are those who continue to hope in God's great power to put things right. So alongside the comfort and encouragement that these verses in Isaiah offer us, there may also be an important challenge for some of us, I think, as we go into the new year. When we make our plans our resolutions? Are we looking to God? Are we trusting in his strength for what lies ahead? Are we basically making plans to go it alone? When things get tough, when we feel weary, will we turn expectantly to God, trusting that he'll strengthen us? Do we have faith, not just that God will help us get through day by day, but that there is nothing that can separate us from him? that the same God who made all things really cares about us. Okay, next one for the bingo. You've got to mention a a Christmas-related song around Christmas. So, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. I think I quoted that right. Yep. Okay, Uh, John Lennon. Maybe you heard it playing, I don't know, in a shop or something over Christmas. Bound to have heard that one. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. Unfortunately, as much as I'd like to say otherwise, as we go off to celebrate our New Year's Eve parties, I can't guarantee that. No one can guarantee that 2024 uh, won't hold any fear, whether that's for you or for anyone else. But if we look ahead to the next chapter in Isaiah, Isaiah 41 verse 10, we read this. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We don't know what 2024 will hold, but we know 
that God will hold us. We're going to use that idea, think about God being with us in the new year, think about resolving to walk with him in our final two songs. Again, I'd invite the musicians to join me at the front. Uh, But just before we do that, before we sing as they're getting ready, let's reflect on that. Let's make this perhaps a moment of prayer as we think ahead to the new year, thinking about God with us in whatever it is that we go through, thinking of that picture of God carrying us on eagle's wings that we've seen in Isaiah 31.